Hey friend, I wanted to remind you that I have a brand new course available to you that's going to help you grow and scale your business tenfold. And importantly, if you're a new entrepreneur, these are tactics and strategies that are current and definitely going to help you make sure that you're thinking holistically about your business and how to market it, how to put things on autopilot so you're working less and enjoying life more, but also how to put passive income strategies to test. It's also going to teach you how to create your own digital products. It's going to teach you how to brand yourself, not just on social media, but in other platforms. If you want to start a podcast, it's there. If you want to start a YouTube channel, it's there. All of this amazing content is yours if you take initiative now. Now, don't stand on the sidelines like many people have because the quicker you get started, the faster you're going to see success. As long as you put in the work, as long as you stay consistent, as long as you learn from things that are not working and make those adjustments, you will see success. It's the quitters who don't. So I wanted to share with you that I have this brand new course that I'd love for you to get your hands on. It's at mydigitalcourse.com. Again, mydigitalcourse.com. Go check it out. Ask me any questions. You can hit me up on Instagram at The Audience Method. I'm happy to talk you through it. But this is for you, whether you have an existing business and you're looking for additional marketing strategies and tactics. Maybe you want to create your own digital course. This is going to walk you through how to do that and give you more passive income to add revenue to your business. And this is especially good for new entrepreneurs, even network marketers who want to get into digital products or learn the right marketing strategies to get people to pay attention to you so you don't have to chase them, but they come to you. Again, it's at mydigitalcourse.com. Go check it out. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Tiffany. Today, we are going to talk all about publishing. Today's episode, I chose publishing because right now is a really good time to be found by people, to be discovered, and for people to learn about you and your brand and what it is that you're offering your audience. And it's because We have this unprecedented amount of traffic these days online because of the fact that so many people are home. So in order to take advantage of all of these eyes that we have on us, I really want you to get in front of people as much as possible right now in a genuine way. And the way we do that in this day and age is through publishing. And so we're going to walk through the different ways and mediums where you can publish. We're going to talk about what different tactics you can use with these mediums and how to publish well. We're going to talk about how to identify which publishing platform and format is best for you because everyone's going to find their own and there's different ways of doing that. So we're going to dig into that today. And this applies again to anybody who has a business online or they're looking to venture into a business online. It's really about how do you get seen How do you build that no like, and trust factor? And why is it so important? Now, one of the goals of publishing and why it's so important is 
that we're trying to create trust. We want to accomplish the no like, and trust factor so that we become a sphere of influence. We become an attractive character to those that are interested in what we have to say. And we do that through publishing. We do that through sharing our knowledge. We do that through giving free value. So today, I think it's more important than ever with so many eyes on you for you to get in front of them in the right way through publishing. And then also, a lot of times in network marketing, I see network marketers focusing on their warm audience. So that means that they have a personal Facebook page or profile that they're doing a lot of their selling there. And while there's nothing wrong with that, if you do it in a genuine way, in a helpful way, in a non-spammy way, I do think there's a little bit too much emphasis on the warm market in network marketing and not enough on the cold market, which is a bit contradictory to what a lot of your upline is probably telling you. But for me, the reason why I say this is that when you focus on your warm market, it's very difficult to position yourself as a leader, as somebody of influence, as somebody as knowledgeable in an area, if they've known you for a while. There's a lot of skepticism, unfortunately, in warm markets sometimes. And so if they've known you from way back when, and maybe you were a big partier in high school, or if you were somebody who wasn't that good in school grades-wise, and maybe you've just sort of evolved on your own career-wise, professional or personal development-wise, your warm market may take a little bit more time to get to the point where they see you differently. Whereas when you're starting with a cold market, you have a clean slate. And working with a clean slate sometimes is a lot easier than trying to pull someone along who hasn't had that clean slate or vision of you. So I like to focus more on the cold market. And the way I do that is through publishing. And that's why publishing is important. And publishing is your microphone to the world. It is your channel to all these potential ideal customers that you're trying to attract. So first thing first, I want to mention that my episode number three, and I can't remember the exact title, but it was something to the effect of the secrets to getting leads come to you. I want you to check that one out because it is so good in terms of teaching you how you can publish how you can position yourself, how you can become an attractive character to your audience so that leads come to you. They come searching for you. They come gravitating towards you. And with episode number three, I have one of my most popular freebies that you can grab. And it walks you through 13 pages of how to establish yourself as authority, how to share your expertise and knowledge in a way that people are coming to you as opposed for you having to push sales to them. You're pulling them with your marketing tactics as opposed to pushing sales. So that's a great guide. And again, it's episode number three. I think it's called like the super secret way to attract more leads. And that's a great episode to listen to as well. All right. So now let's talk about publishing and dive right into the nitty gritty of today's episode. So there's different publishing platforms, right? There's different formats of publishing that you can invest in or put your time into. And one of them is a blog. If you're somebody who loves to write, blogging might be something you're interested in. There's all different social media outlets. There's Pinterest, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Snapchat. Then there's also Facebook groups where a lot of people publish in those daily and attract their own tribe within those. There are videos 
whether it's Vimeo or YouTube or any other lives that you do on social media, there's video publishing that you can focus on. There's audio like podcasts. This is the publishing channel that I love and prefer. And this is a great way to get your voice out there and connect with an audience of potential customers and recruits. And so those are the different publishing methods that you have to choose from when you want to go down this route. Now, some people will have a combination. I know myself, I've got a few different social media channels. I have a YouTube channel, a Pinterest channel, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, the problem with that is I'm not always good about publishing daily to those. So some of them are less focused than others, but at least I have a place where people can find me if they really wanted to. I also have a podcast, which helps me get my voice out there and connect to the right people. So for you, My first question would be, one, what are your existing publishing platforms that you have currently? How are you doing on those? Are you active on them daily? Are you active on them weekly? What does that look like? What are the improvements you can make in terms of consistency? Because I truly believe that you have to be consistent in order to grow an audience. And if you're not, then you might as well get rid of every other platform you have out there and just focus on one because consistency is what's going to grow your audience. It's going to grow your reputation. It's going to grow your visibility. And that's what you want to do in order to gain traction online. So look at your current publishing platforms and the formats and decide if you're doing a good job or not and decide where you need to improve. And if that means is whittling down to one and focusing on one for a good six months really well to grow your tribe, then I definitely recommend you do that. Now, how do you choose which publishing platform to focus on. You could be somebody who hasn't done anything really yet. You might be just starting and venturing into network marketing or creating an online course. But the question I would ask myself is, what do I enjoy doing the most? Do I enjoy writing? If I enjoy to write, then blogging is probably something I'm going to enjoy. Do I love to take pictures? Do I have a ton of great pictures of my family, of my business, of myself? Do I love doing that? Then you may want to consider some type of social media outlet where you're going to be posting a lot of pictures? Am I somebody who loves to talk? And I love to speak and offer my point of view and perspective that way. You might love to be a podcaster. That's one really good channel to use to connect with people. Are you somebody who likes to be in the spotlight on video? Then maybe you're going to choose Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives, YouTube channel to publish on. Now, the other outlet that I think is really cool is Facebook groups, because Facebook groups, while it is a medium where you write a lot, right? You're writing some questions and you're creating some challenges in the groups and you're showcasing products. There's also picture taking and there's also Facebook lives that go in there. And they're a really nice group of individuals who have opted in to learning more about what you have to say. So they're a warmer audience from a cold market. And I like that a lot. And so that could be a medium that you focus on as well. Now, again, I have different channels I focus on. So this is not to say that you cannot focus on a multitude of platforms, but my first, first focus would be one, one doing it really well, then slowly figuring out how can you cross syndicate and cross syndicating basically means that if I create, for instance, an audio, then can I use that on YouTube by filming that audio. And then I could also take the same audio that I created and have it on YouTube as well as within the podcast community. Now, is there a way I could transcribe 
my podcast, meaning I could have it written out word for word what was said on it so that it's available for people who like to read or they're on the go or I want to post it to a blog on my website. Now I have three ways to syndicate one piece of content. I have the audio for the podcast. I have the video on YouTube of me talking on the podcast. And I have a transcription written out for people who just want to go to my website and read it. Now, I don't have the transcription part and I'm still working on the video. I don't actually film myself doing the podcast just because I haven't gotten to that point yet where I can have the studio set up that way. But I will eventually get there in time and everything takes time. If you're somebody who's just branching out, focus on what you're comfortable with. And right now, for me, it's doing the podcast, making sure it's edited well, and making sure that is posted in all the different places. So my YouTube channel is really just an audio with an image. But eventually, I hope to get to a point where you can watch me go wild with my hands like an Italian that I am. <laughs> okay, I'm very expressive when I do my podcasts, and I think it might be kind of funny to watch. So that is what cross-syndication means. I kind of went a little bit off, but I want to reel you back into what my point was. And my point is that publishing is important. It gets you in front of your audience. It gets them to learn to know you, like you, and trust you. It helps you establish yourself as an attractive character. By focusing on a publishing format and platform that you're comfortable with, where you do your best, where it is really within your talent, that is what you should be focusing on. So again, whether you like to write, whether you like to be on video, whether you like to speak you know, like myself through a podcast, whether you want to be more involved with a warmer cold market, like in a Facebook group and do challenges, just figure out the one thing you like to do and how you can get it out there and perfect it before you focus on all the other channels. And then eventually, once you've perfected one and once you have a little bit more time and you figure out how to cross syndicate with one piece of content into other channels, then I would also focus on that. But it's not always possible to do that well in the beginning. So like myself, I'm just sort of venturing out as time goes and my experience comes together and I get more comfortable and flexible. Okay. So now let's talk about once you've decided which way to publish, what you should be doing on those platforms. So we'll talk about blogging. Let's say that you're somebody who really loves to write and you're a great writer and you connect very well with your audience through writing. Then you would want to use your blog in two fashions. One, it would be to share all the expertise around a certain topic if it's a product that you're selling for your network marketing company. So an example would be, let's say you focus on the health and wellness niche and let's say that you sell something around ketones. If your products are all around ketones, then your blog would most likely be a topic around gaining natural energy, how to tap into your body in a way that you can increase your metabolism. It could be about the keto diet and nutrition. It could be about exercising. So there's a lot of wide range of topics that your blog can take on that is going to enable you to push the sale of your ketone products. So When you create a blog, you've got two angles as a network marketer. You can focus on the product. You can focus on the business opportunity. I don't think it's that easy to focus on both. While you can do it, it gets a little bit more confusing. And so I would focus on one versus the other. You can always bring in the business opportunity to the products once you have a customer and use that through your email funnel and your email marketing sequences. But when it comes to the actual blog and what is posted publicly on your site, 
I would focus on one topic area, either your products or your business opportunity. So in this case, if it's around pushing ketone product, then I would focus on the health and wellness and nutrition topics for your blog. Now, let's say that you have social media, right? Because you have your blog and you want to focus on getting it out there on Instagram. Well, how great would it be to show you using these products and following nutrition guidelines and exercising that helps support all of these ketone products that you have through these images on Instagram. So that's another way that you can use your writing along with pushing your blog through Instagram. So that's an example of how you can use publishing to your benefit in network marketing to push your products through a blog. Now, let's say that you love video and you're really good in front of people that way. So you could create a YouTube channel all around nutrition. And again, it's showing people how to use your products. Maybe there's certain times a day you use ketones. Maybe you have to implement fasting techniques. Maybe that you have certain exercises you do. Maybe there's certain flavors you like. Maybe there's a way to create them or incorporate them into meals. I don't know. I don't know a ton about ketones, but I can say that you could do a really nice YouTube channel around these different topics and walk people through the products as well. So that's a way to use video. Now, if you have a podcast like myself, again, you're just going to talk about maybe your journey through endeavoring into ketones and the products that you use and how it has benefited you physically and mentally and emotionally, how it's benefited your family. Maybe you got great weight loss results. Maybe you upped your energy levels. Maybe you're now somebody who does all these obstacle races because of the energy and strength that you've gained from the use of ketones. Your podcast could be all about that and you could be interviewing people who've also used these products and that's helped them. So that is a way also that you can publish as a network marketer around this topic through a podcast. And again, video is the same as using Facebook Lives. You can do the same thing. You can come out every other day, every week with some training around ketones, nutrition, exercise, so that it all falls within the same topic umbrella. You could do Facebook group challenges where you say, okay, I am gathering people for one week using these ketones. Tell me if you're interested and we're going to talk and share about how it works. So there's a lot of things that you can do. So again, the first thing you think about is which publishing platform are you best at and what are you most comfortable and what you love to do most? And then you figure out what's the topic you want to focus on. If it's products, I gave you an example of how you could use products in those spaces. Now, if it's the business opportunity, then your blog, for example, is going to be all about entrepreneurship, training people how to be great leaders, training people on marketing tactics. And that is a great thing to write about. You may have guest bloggers that share their favorite tools and resources. You can share your own favorite tools and resources, which is something that I have as a link on my blog. I have a resources tab where you could see the ones that I use to build my sales funnels to rely on my email marketing sequences, et cetera. And I do offer discounts and free trials there if you want to check those out. But you could really blog about business in general, the current climate, the economic climate, the benefits of jumping into network marketing business, how it's transformed your own personal life and journey by entering into a network marketing company. And that's the angle you could take if you love to write and you want to establish some type of a blog. And again, you could do the same thing on social media. You could take pictures of yourself doing your business, sharing your products, sharing your business opportunity, the people that you have transformed through enabling them to join your team and your business. 
you could do this in a Facebook group. You could challenge people around becoming an entrepreneur or how to start their online business in five days. You could create some sort of topic around that where you're gathering people into a Facebook group for videos, offer training, training, training around business. And then you do a soft sell for your network marketing team and then podcasting the same way. And that's what I do really, right? My podcast is all about online marketing tactics, but a lot of people are very interested in learning from me and being mentored by me. And so I do have people join me from this podcast. I've had people switch network marketing companies to be part of mine because of all of the assets and value that I give them for free if they do join my team. And because you know I've got these sales funnels I give them, I do a lot of upfront work for my team. And so it really sets them up for success. So you have to figure out again, how you want to publish to get in front of your audience in a way that's going to create an attractive character to them. So they want to learn more from you and they want to eventually buy from you. And so I walked through the different formats. Now let's talk about how often you should be publishing. I do think that this is dependent on your time because quality is most important. The last thing you want to do is dedicate yourself and commit yourself to a daily ritual of publishing when you cannot fit it into your life and your lifestyle, and it's just not going to work. So do not overcommit. In fact, in the beginning, I would undercommit, and then you can increase frequency as traction starts to be built, okay? And you start to find ways to create more time for you to publish more. But in reality, I would start at least once a week, publishing often enough, but almost on a consistent day so that people can expect to hear from you. Now, if you're talking about social media, I know that usually once a week is not enough. So if you can get on social media at least every other day, post something to Instagram or to Facebook, just to keep that algorithm moving for you, then I would suggest that every day was ideal on social media. But I know, again, it's hard to find pictures. It's hard to find time to write something that's of quality and that's going to engage your audience. So just start off slow. You can always increase the frequency, but just be consistent. That's most important. Now for me, I do a weekly podcast. Once in a while, I throw in some bonus episodes. Since I have been home with this COVID-19 with my kids, it has been almost impossible for me to throw in a bonus episode, to be honest. And so I've really just been focusing on my weekly podcasts. And as you can tell, it's not as quiet I have more ambient noise and echoing on these because I don't have the space to do it without my family around. And so I'm still publishing though. It's imperfect publishing, but I'm publishing because I want to make sure that I'm there for you and I'm still helping you and connecting with you and engaging with you. And I advise the same thing. Do what you can, be consistent, and your following will continue to increase. And more important than that, More important than increasing your following, you want to have an engaged following. You want to have an engaged audience. You want people that are genuinely interested in what you have to say. That's who you want to follow you. So even if you have a small audience, if it's a small, highly engaged audience, you have won, my dear. You have won. And so do that. Just publish consistently, figure out where you like to do it, and make that your number one focus is being consistent and focusing on the quality, not the quantity. Okay. I think that that's it for today. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the different types of publishing that you can do, figuring out what works for you best and what type of content 
you could be putting out there through your publishing platform. There is such a wide range of topics and areas that you can dive into in no matter what business that you're in. And I would just do some market research. You know, I talk about this so much that you're probably sick of hearing it, but if you can spend some time in some Facebook groups just seeing what the topic and dialogue is that people are commenting on or bringing up, if you could look through comments of other influencers in your space and seeing what topics they bring up in the content they're publishing and how their audience is responding in comments, you're going to learn a lot about what potentially you could be publishing about and especially what type of angle you could be taking that sets you apart a bit. You want to be a bit more unique than others. And so, you know, some of my favorite influencers who've done a really good job of setting themselves apart in a very saturated market are people like the Fit Rocker Chick. If you check out Fit Rocker Chick on Instagram, she's awesome. She is a rocker and she loves fitness and she also has a skincare line. And so she's really cool. And she's somebody who took an area, I believe she used to be a beach body coach, but she took an area of network marketing and she expanded upon it and she built a business around it. And it's a very unique approach. So you can find a way in a very saturated market, such as health and wellness, because let's be honest, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. However, it's a multi-billion dollar consulting industry as well. There's a lot of consultants in it. So you want to find a way to be unique and to set yourself apart. I believe I had an episode on that recently was how to differentiate yourself and your brand. That's a good one to check out as well. That podcast episode, because I walk you through that. But in a nutshell, it's important for you to find your niche, to figure out how you're going to be different and for you to be able to publish in a way that's going to attract people to you. You don't want to be just like everyone else. You want to do something a little differently. Now, to be fair, you're going to have your own voice, your own imagery, your own persona. So you're going to be unique and that's great. But if you can find even a different way to niche it, it's a little different, that is going to go a very long way. And it could even be with your branding. Your colors could be more vibrant, neon colors or something. You just want to set yourself apart in a way that people take notice. All right. Now, before we end this episode, there is one point that I did want to make that I forgot to mention it earlier. I know I focused a lot on the different platforms where you can publish and mostly to pick something that you're talented at and that you enjoy. Of course, that makes a lot of sense, right? Because you're going to commit more to something if you enjoy it and you're good at it. However, one caveat is to make sure that whatever you choose, that your ideal customer avatar is going to spend time on it. So for example, if you're targeting a group of people that don't spend any time on video, they just don't watch videos, they prefer to listen to a podcast or they prefer to read, then even if you're great on video, your target audience isn't going to find you. So just make sure that what you do choose, A, you enjoy it, and B, your ideal customer is going to be there. Things to consider, of course, are timing. When are they sitting down and absorbing the content that you're going to put out? Are they somebody who is working from home and they listen a lot? And so maybe they have time during the day to listen to a podcast while they're doing some work. Are they somebody who is commuting? And so that is the time that they are reading something on their morning commutes. So think about how they like to absorb the content 
and also thinking about the timing. Because for example, if you're putting out a video and you're putting out an an audio, you want to think about how much time that person has to take in that content, to consume it. If you're creating an hour-long video and it's somebody who is watching it between loads of laundry, she may only have about 10 minutes. And so those are things you need to consider. I go into this in depth on one of my first episodes, How to Narrow Your Niche to Build Faster. So definitely check that episode out if you haven't already, because it does talk about the importance of getting to know your ideal customer in and out so that you can publish in the right way with the right content. Okay. Well, that is it, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope that you are staying safe and healthy right now. I hope your loved ones are as well. And I will see you next week. Make sure to head on over to Instagram if you have not already and reach out and say hello to me in the direct messages. You can also send me an email anytime. I'd love to hear from you and hear about what you are getting out of this podcast and what topics I can further address on future episodes. Lastly, please, if you haven't already, go subscribe. It would mean the world to me because the more subscribes I have to the podcast, especially on iTunes, the more reviews that I have, I am able to be shown to more people. Okay, well, that is it, my friend. Have a great week and I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.